Welcome to Spike Off the Water, hosted by me, Shane. They call me Spike on the Water. Our podcast is all about boating, boaters, boating environments, and everybody that's on the water. We love it, and we want to share it all with you. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into a new adventure on the water. This podcast is uh, just to give examples of folks that are working in the industry on the water, trying to be of service, trying to participate in this thing we love, which is getting yep. closer to the boats, getting yep. closer to the horizon, being out in the sunshine, good times, yep. lots of oxygen. It is. Life, it's awesome. Right? It's awesome. It's Making a great life. True, true connection to the environment yep. is not not something that everybody seeks or gets. That's one thing I. That's one thing I've loved about watching the stuff you do because you care about what's going on the boat in the water and that makes a huge difference and so many more people are concerned about that now like that's a huge issue so that's one of the things i love watching and you're just absolutely okay so where are you watching from can we introduce these one more time i'm marnie this is john marnie and john yep Yep. we're from a little place called hensel ontario so we're just off lake field goddard yeah grand bend We're about yeah, 10 minutes from Grand Bend. There's a Kettle Point out there. Yep. Yeah, Kettle Point's not yep. too far yes, away. I, half an hour. I got, I got a story about that yeah. joint. Yeah, yeah. I was out <laughs> there catamaranning with my mom's boyfriend back in the day, and I brought a buddy of mine up from the city, non-swimmer, eh? Oh, jeez. We had those old life jackets on, those big, like, the basically cotton bricks yeah. that you cinch up, and, like, your head is floating in the thing. So we got up on one wing and tipped it, right? Oh, so no. Sli- sliding down the pontoon. Rudder's up, and I knew to like stop myself, stand up, dive off. Right? Yeah, he just stayed. My buddy kept drifting, drifting, drifting right towards the rudder. Clipped it. Oh no! Clipped it. Hit the water. Bounced off the other pontoon. Knocked out. Floating towards the point. <laughs> and there's big riptides out there. Huge riptides <laughs> out there, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he still speak to you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I won't say we're, we're great friends because he moved out to Kingston, can't be Okay, there, okay. Reality was that day I had to chuck my life jacket, yeah. swim to grab him, drag him back to shore because wow. the boat we couldn't deal with. We were too far drifted. Yeah. And we had to be clear of the rocks as we met the shore again. Oh my goodness. But that, that's my memory of being out on them waters there. There you go. Oh yeah, we almost got served up. Yo, that's so, crazy. Thank you very much for joining me here on the yeah. podcast. The questions we're asking are pretty simple. Try to give the folks that listen an idea of what's happening on the water and why mm. and how do we get there. So what are you doing on the water now? Or what, what's your function right now? that connection to one nothing right now yeah we've stepped back from it completely right this now. year yeah like last year we stepped away for a year yeah um we got to the point where we lost our shirt yeah. and had to step back and take on something else but we've been doing we've been doing the canvas and the upholstery for 12 years yeah now? 12 years custom canvas yep. and upholstery repair yep. marine specific specifically yeah uh, tent trailers on we do we do a bit of everything because oh, yeah. you can get into it with with the with the I did some snowmobile the, seats and yeah. Okay. Yeah, recreational vehicles. Yep. Anything yep. outdoors. Yeah. 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 But it started um, he didn't have somebody to do a top for him. 
and he went out and come home with an industrial sewing machine one day yeah. when I'm going to make my own. And I went, my mom taught me how to sew when I was a kid. I don't need this. Yeah, yeah, well, I can get her done, right? Yep. That's basically what I'm doing the podcast because I was looking for stories yep. of people on the water and the recreational boating business yep. to try and share with some of my crew. Yeah. Right? Yep. Have a vision of what like career a, awaits you. And it can happen so fast. Like it was overnight. All of a sudden, he's doing it for himself. Well, then somebody sees it and they're like, oh, can you do that for me? Yeah. Word of mouth, right? And it yeah. just, I didn't even know how to sew until I was 43 years old. He taught me. Yeah. And I started doing it and I loved doing it. Like yeah. it was fun. And I loved being at the marinas and on the boats, and, except for when I dropped tools in the water. That oh, didn't always go well. Don't float. That, that's, they don't. That's like in our employee manuals. Yeah. Don't float. Right? Yeah. Bungee straps. He doesn't tape. let me hold the expensive hey, tools anymore. We, we got we got nice little, uh, what do they call it, <laughs> detailer's helpers, actually. Oh, yeah. There really you cool go. Tool. I'm going to share those on our website. That's make, awesome. Make in this actual video. The, the video that's not even running, that's awesome. There. But uh, yeah. audio is most important. But detailer's helper is like five pockets. It's adjustable. And you can fill oh, yeah, because you need somewhere to set and stuff. Because they're it, deep, right? Boats are contoured. <laughs> that's where <laughs> everything rolls. You dance around these things with yep. tools. Sometimes your hands... Don't hold on. Yeah. There's a yep. lot of gear at the bottom. And of the you lake. only drop the thing that you really need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And never... that you can't just go to the store like next door and buy. Oh, I ship that in from Malaysia. Yeah, exactly. Eh? And sometimes our... you don't want to die for it, but yeah. sometimes have you ever gone after it? He's gone after my phone in about 15 oh, feet of water. New iPhone. With a muddy bottom. Got it back. Oh wow. Didn't work, but got well, it back. Rice bag wasn't the trick, eh? No. No, I had Apple Care. They replaced it. Yeah. <laughs> we needed the phone, though, to get the warning. We were actually doing yeah. a quote, and I was standing with my book in my hand, and I stupidly put my phone in my hand behind my book, and oh, I yeah. shifted the book, and I watched my brand-new phone go into the Bayfield River. Nice work. Buddy. So, yeah. yeah. I, I almost cried, and the guy that we were doing the quote for kept mentioning it, and finally his wife just smacked him, and she's like, would you quit mentioning it? She's going to cry. Right? <laughs> I did cry a little bit. Oh, I would. I know. I've seen my crew go through it a hundred yeah. times. 23 years I've been on the water. I've seen a lot of situations. Yeah. But there's also a lot of stories that all start somewhere. Oh, yeah. So what is your inception story to looking at the water as a place to be, a place to live, a place to work? When did it all start for you? What was your earliest memory of being on the water? Um, late for us. Late in life. Yeah, late in life. I did a little bit when I was a kid. Very young, grew up on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, small lakes and Where know, canoes. Nova Scotia. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, Cape Breton? No. Yeah, mainland Nova Scotia. Yeah, right central. on the Bay of Fundy, pretty well. Okay. Then uh, the guys that I worked with in a machine shop, they asked me if I wanted to go boating with them one weekend, and we went we up to Georgian bug. Bay. And I said, you know, I, I think I'm going to buy a boat this year. And they laughed at me. Well, I owned six that year. Oh, wow. <laughs> I started just buying and selling them, fixing them up. And I had um, a girl that would do some canvas work for me. And one thing led to another, and it didn't work out. And I got mad and said, I'm going to go and buy my own sewing machine. I can do this. I don't need her help. I can paint. I can buff. I can polish. I can do the mechanical work. Why can't I sew it? Yeah, yeah. So I went and I did one. But in the meantime, too, at that same time, we bought a boat that had been damaged. It had sat beside a, a marine business in Godrich, Ontario, actually. And some kids had gotten in and smashed all the, the gauges, oh. and there was water damage in it. And we bought it really cheap. Yeah. We fixed it up. Did them it, a favor by taking it Yep. Yeah, he's like, get it out of my yard. We fixed it up. It became our boat. All right, we have 12-year-old twins. They were literally 
six months old, I think, at the time. Yeah. We have pictures of them rolling around in the V-birth, sleeping. They loved the water. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And it kind of became our getaway. So we were working on it, but it also became something we loved to do. So, and now so we're... happens like that. Do you know what? We're, we're debating our retirement isn't too many years away, and we're thinking about living on a boat. I think our retirement at this point is either trucking, yeah. like light trucking, or about a 50-foot motor sail. Yeah. yeah. And spend five I told my kids just put me up at Christmas, and I'll be on the boat the rest of the time. Put so. a small sewing machine in and just do some repairs at whatever marina you happen yep. to be standing at. Yep. Like these skills that are applicable yep. to boats and yachts and on a 50 oh, yeah. period in your retirement. Exactly. And I'm sorry, idea. people who think they can buff a car and that they can do that to automobiles and such, sure you can. Boats are different. I we have we have done a few Is that boats. For yeah, yeah, we used for So we used to own a car quest store. Okay. And when I built hot rods, I built hot rods all That's my what life. Correct is what I use. Yeah, yeah. I've never used it in the marine. Um, well, they, they have a profile line that is specifically oh, cool. for, for marine. marine yeah. And it's yep. Upgraded over time, like it used to be 100, 200, 300, 400, make yep. it simple, and then they yeah. switch the chemical makeup of it, where it's less of a physical compound and more of a chemical compound. Right. It's a combination of pads and products yep. to give you the desired result that you want. Automotive was always if you didn't use, and I tried it. If you didn't use their pads or their products, it didn't work. It just, yeah, it yeah. didn't. Yeah. It didn't work properly. No, I, I figured it out. You yeah. know, I'm a pretty yeah. creative guy. And yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, I don't know. I get real ignorant with a boat when it's not agreeing with yeah. me, and I'll, <laughs> I'll go shopping and find something else, and you yeah. know, just try and find the way forward. Continuously yeah. improve. Shift the spotlight yeah. is something I've picked up as a thought process to share with my crew is shift the spotlight, shift the light like, oh, you, yeah. like you always have to do with detailing yeah. is take different angles of light yep. to see what's working yeah. and so what's not, for sure. we were what's doing, real. We were doing some not. detailing. And you do it with your life too, eh? Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, we were doing some detailing in the shop. In and it's harder shops. than people think. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. I don't yeah, yeah. like I doing it. I tried to get my son to do it. Nah. No. He didn't have it in him. It was too much work. Doesn't like wings? No. You build wings. Well, and you know what? People don't realize, and something we told people that we did canvas for and whatnot, that they have to maintain their boat. They have to detail their boat. They can't just put it in the water and leave it. Because we had one guy come in with a boat he had bought, and I don't. it had sat in the water for seven boat. years, and they had never done a thing, and it looked so horrible. The, the cabin in it? Beautiful boat. Ridiculous. Yeah. They'd never used it. They just get on it and went cruising. The outside looked like a 30 or 40 year old boat. But it had never been cleaned. Like it was amazing. It never it was been just leave a pumpkin on the sidewalk for, for yeah. two exactly. three years, see what happens. And they don't realize just those simple things to maintain the outside of the boat yeah. are so important. One side of it a few hours, yeah. the other side of it a couple of days. Yep. Clean and protect. Yep. Clean and protect. Anytime you're going in for correction, that's surgery and you don't want to be there yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right? But some people are there none of the time and, yeah. and refuse to do the yeah. cleaning protection. That's what I talked about on the experts. And then they have to call you and, you know, and come in and yeah. fix it. And it's, and it's a huge investment yeah. sometimes, but yeah. the, the yeah. return on investment for them 
is great if they maintain oh. it. Well, and you look at the resale right? value of boats if they're well maintained, and you can get a fortune for them. True enough. And the like, return on investment for me as a detailer is oh, yeah. I brought this from nothing to something real special. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's why I'm willing to show up over and over and over and over again yeah. because we get rewarded for our process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Many, many adventures on the water in detailing, but I want to know as boaters, what has been your greatest adventure on the water? I think our greatest adventure is coming. Yeah. I don't think retirement. we've had it yet. Yeah, so, we haven't had it yet. I think retirement's going to be ours. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Our boating's, our boating's been Georgia pretty Bay. mundane. Like, we're on Lake Huron, and it's, you know, you go out, and you look at the same thing, and it doesn't, not much happens. And Georgian Bay is our favorite place to boat, just because it's so different, and you see so much, and it's, it's exciting. Us, eh? Yeah. You jump in Lake Huron, and you can go 50 miles in yeah. either direction, and the only difference is, is which side of the boat your yeah. land's on. But our, our, our next <laughs> adventure is going to be a lot bigger. Like, it's, yeah. I think... I'm really leaning towards retiring and living on the boat, and I don't want to like it. We're gonna to have to go somewhere warm yeah. in the winter time. Yeah. So, so we're, I think we're our adventures thinking, are, you know, Lake Huron for the summer, and then Florida for the winter, yeah. and traveling back and forth. About four weeks to travel. You ever think about boating around the Bernoulli Lakes there, and around Cape Breton and the East Coast, and doing? Oh, I've God. been trying to talk her into moving to Nova Scotia for 25 years now. Yeah. What's the hang up there? Eh? It's I'm beautiful. an Ontario girl. I'm an Ontario I, girl. I've never just, seen it either, but I, I knew a guy from Bedeck and I met It's beautiful out there. Brothers and cousins. Yeah. And, if and, I was younger, and I might. Were just like raving about this place. Oh, it is. It's gorgeous. See. It's, it's gorgeous. See. Lakes and everything are a lot smaller. And people, you would think that there was way more boating there than there is here, but there's but there not. There isn't, really. It, really, there's a lot less there than here. It's a lot more now than when I was a kid. Yeah. But yeah. It's all small little inland lakes, so you don't see the big boats, yeah. you don't see them. It's more the fishing and the... Yeah, the yeah. fishing. Fish yeah, people are really big into the fishing and... And even that anymore, it's commercial, right? Yeah. It's true enough. Eh? There's very yeah. few small owners, it's all big commercial fleet fishing. Yeah. Times change. Yeah, right. But yeah. you're never too young to start. I have a, I have a second cool. cousin who married a guy who sails. Yeah. And what's the power squadron or whatever he was a part of, yeah, member of the power squadron. Yeah, squadron. And so she flew down to the Bahamas and sailed from the Bahamas back up here with them in her 80s. Like oh, wow. she is 80. Uh, she, they would have been in their 70s, actually. No, she's, yeah, maybe yeah. late 70s. She's 89 now, so okay. sailed back up here and I didn't think she'd ever get on a boat with him again. <laughs> she, they hit some rough waters. She was so sick. But she did. She got back on the boat with them, and they still sail, and yeah. and they're well into their a, 80s. A journey like that creates such a strong connection. Oh, yeah. Absolutely severs it forever and yeah. ever. You and either ever. trust each other implicitly, she or you said, hate each other. She said yeah. she was scared. Yeah. She said... But she knew Bill had it. She knew he knew what he was doing, so... Bill said during that trip, he said, I've always been pretty confident. He said, that was the one trip, he said, I wasn't sure if I was yep. going to make it back. He yep. said, that's... He said 24 hours, she stayed down below, he stayed yep. up top, but they still, just tied they still himself got on the boat. and steered the boat. Yeah. Yep. Nothing they could do, powered through it. Yeah. And that's, I think they had a 42 foot. Oh yeah, like it was a big sailboat too, like it yeah. wasn't. Oh, he said he was scared. Oh, you trough of a hundred footer, you ain't nothing. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's right. Mother Nature will serve you <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Taught Marnie some lessons coming out of the Godreach River, and she thought it'd be all right to go out, but 
when you get in swells deep enough in the mouth of the river that you're worried about hitting bottom, then she realized that maybe it was a good time yeah. to turn around. I said kind of quickly, let's go back in. I don't want to go out. Yep. No, it'll test you. It yeah. Makes you, if your nerves. Guys on the shore laughing like at you. Survive yeah. the journey. Yeah. You become tougher. Yeah. He's right? got he's got nerves of steel. I don't. But that's we used to go out and uh, we go up in Godrich and they've kind of changed it now. But ten or twelve years ago, and three or four of us guys we go up and we got to know the Coast Guard pretty well. Yeah. And we let them know, hey, we're going out in water. Oh, maybe we better go for training. <laughs> and we go out. 12, 14 foot swells with a little tiny two man jet boat just to play in the swells out there. Sure, yeah. And they'd come out just to watch us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, what's going to happen next? They got the video ready. For yeah, the, exactly. For the boomers, eh? right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they're going exactly. Tea kettle. Any second now, watch them go. Yep. Uh, the one thing we used to do is the, the one guy had an old uh, Chris Crap, an old wooden Chris Crap. Like oh, it's beautiful. Two foot. He'd redone it. It was mint. Yeah. And I go up and sit on the bow of it in those 10, 12 foot swells and power up, throttle <laughs> down. I said, you know, you're falling, three, free falling, maybe 30 feet. Yeah. And water coming right up yeah. around your shoulders and you got to hold on so it's yeah. not washing and, you off. And the boat's a couple ton there yeah. and you're just riding it. Yeah, just There's going a, with the flow. That's better than a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Awesome adventure. Yeah, yeah going out and doing well, stuff. And you know so. what? You meet great people. That's like it. you meet some, we've met so many nice people in the business and in our own personal boating that we're still, like in the business side too, that we're still friends with. You still got the sewing machine, right? Oh yeah. It's got five of them. Yeah. Yeah, you do. What are they, Yuki's? Uh, we got Juki, Faf, um, Singer. I have a little Singer that I do some stuff with. And um, a Shunken, which is a spin-off yeah. of a Faf. Of a okay. Faf, yeah. So yeah. I was wanting to buy a new one, but just no, the, we the money still wasn't got there. That. I'm glad we didn't buy it. But those <laughs> machines are just there. Like you're not going to give up the craft. You're going to pile them onto this 50. Yeah, we're not tour the world. We're not oh, ready to give it up completely. Do touch ups for tanks of gas. And yeah, we're not yeah, ready to give it up completely. Oh, yeah. Um, we we've got a large family room, and that's where I started working out of, and yeah. that's where the machines are now. Yeah. So we're going to downsize to one or two of them, it's just figuring out yep. what we want to keep. They all have their little purpose, and yeah. We want to be the the, the pleasure boaters for a little while, <laughs> and then we'll it. go back yeah. to be in the business. Yeah, boaters. no, I, I imagine I would have a lot more time for boating when yeah. I got in this business, and I do. Then I got the white pearl, and I go for a rip and yeah. my teens. But it's literally boat to boat to boat to boat. Yeah. Estimate, estimate, estimate. Oh yeah, crew, and it's weekends, and it's it's nights, and Bing, bang, boom. For yeah. us, we were the only two doing. It. So I had to do all the estimating, I had to do all the designing, I had to do all the fa installs. She didn't do the installs, so I did all of that stuff. And then by the time, the, the last summer, two summers ago, our boys at the end of the school year, we read, they had to write a little report. What did you do for the summer? Mm -hmm. And they said, we went to our parents' shop and we played video games there and we hung out there. And then sometimes they come home. My dad stayed at the shop a lot. <laughs> we went to the shop. And then we would go back to the shop and we'd spend our weekends there. We get to ride our bikes around outside at the shop and sometimes inside. We played soccer inside the building. And that was our summer and we kind of looked at each other and went, oh. Yeah, I went, oh. Oh, we kind of failed there, didn't we? Yeah. Well, so we can get feedback, make adjustments. So you have yeah. feedback for the kids and you're making yeah. the adjustments. Oh, exactly. We're gonna take them we still want to build where they want to be. We wanted to build a business for them, something for them to take over, right? Oh, yeah. Speaking of. And uh, it's not over. It's yeah. just life through us a curveball. Yeah, different. Change it up. Evolve. Yeah. 
adjust, shift the spotlight. Yeah, and you know what? For any of the people wanting to get into it, yeah. it's a wild market because we couldn't hire people. We couldn't find trained people to do the job. Yeah. So that's a very, very important question as part of this conversation is how do we actually attract more young people to our industry? And I found that with all the jobs I've been asked to do that I don't actually present, I stay very focused on the detailing and being yep. the best in this space and try not to thin and myself out that's too right. heavily. Yep. It becomes... Um, frustrating for voters to speak to somebody that offers the level of customer service that I do, but I don't provide them the service that they want. Yeah. And, and it's forever a problem that we're underserved, right? The amount of work that's coming in, as soon as you, you prove that you're capable, you're competent, and you're able, yeah. uh, the work is unlimited. It just comes and comes and comes and comes. But finding the collaborative team to be able to serve I could get all the work in the world. Couldn't get anybody to do it. I know, I know yeah. it extremely well, and I have to keep raising my rates factually to lessen the demand so I can actually handle the HR demand, which it isn't simple. It just it's isn't. not. And it's, you know, the story is a mechanic's car is the worst car on the road because he never has time to fix his own. Oh, yeah. You've seen the amount of dog hair in my truck, right? Cookie, you've seen her on my Instagram, yeah. must be. Yeah. Yeah, she's all up in my truck, like, yeah. all the time. Coffee cups and Cookie and, yeah, but the boats, they're beautiful. My truck, she needs some love. <laughs> so a final question for the yes. podcast is, you know, we both had trouble getting people to join us in the industry, but in your opinion... What would be helpful resources for the industry or uh, community or even the government to install to Education. make sure that trades are being considered? Well, up where we are, so we're, we're in a county that's very small. There's only 60,000 people in our entire county. And the biggest problem we have is the young people who leave yeah. and go to school, London, Toronto, you know, Guelph, and don't come back to the community. So the, the promoting the trades in the high school is huge. It's the education. It's letting kids know that there are the opportunities all over the place, not just in the cities. So I think it comes to to our government saying, look, we're going to make this a priority. And trades like this are huge. And they don't, they, I don't think they give them enough consideration when they're talking about trades and about industry and things like that. Well, that, that's absolutely true because going through Kijiji, I'm going yep. through newspapers, I'm going through Facebook, LinkedIn, trying to resource somebody yep. that, you know, I just want them to see the word boat and be interested. Exactly. Yeah. Right? The exactly. intake I have is kind of a funnel that asks 50-odd questions and qualifies the heck out of them. Oh, yeah. But I think for any trade, there's, we have to be like guerrilla effort. Yeah. As I think about what you were offering in that space in a very small community, yeah. I'm sure there are people from the city that would look at an opportunity like that as a way to step off on the city. Yeah. And you know what, you would hope so. And there and let them know that there are opportunities and, and advantages to living where we live and doing things like that. It's a lot cheaper to do business in a small community. Yeah. 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 There's there's no reason why you can't have skilled trades producing product or yeah. services in a small community. At a, Smaller one expense. Thing, one thing you said, you said they see the word boat. People have to realize that the pleasure industry, the 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 convenience of it, and that people want that more. So it's growing. It's not getting smaller. It's growing. This boat show is an example of that. The number of people that come through here in a week is probably 
astounding. Well, it's a little bit of summer in the winter. Exactly, but it's becoming, people need that getaway, they need that. So realize that this isn't something that's going away, it's growing. So get in there and, and do the work. Hey boys, you want to say hello? I'm Spike. You've seen him. You've seen him. We've shown you Spike videos. Spike on the before. water. I'm the boat beautifying guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're just finishing up the Spike off the water yeah. podcast, and I've been asking your folks how do they feel about boats. How do you folks feel about boats? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Comfortable sometimes. Uh huh. Sometimes not so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Just depends. It's kind of cool. You just float in the ocean. It's like relax. Yep. Also, you can die at any time. <laughs> <laughs> the risk exists. Yeah. There's a 12-year-old's outlook on right. boating, right? Yeah. Oh, my I, God. I they, point, they pointed out to us today, we could get our boating license, you know. Oh, yes. So they're already keen on that and getting in there. Are you registered to go and do the test and done some studying about it? Not yet. They will. They Would you will. let them drive your boat? 100%. Absolutely. Oh, man, this guy's crazy. You, you, know, you guys get to 15, 16 years old, I'll put you on my crew immediately. There you go. You can come and, come and beautify boats with them. Yeah. I've got a picture of them at about four years old with rags polishing the uh, the uh, strut bars coming yeah, up on a wooden the swim platform. You put them, them to work. Yeah, yeah. Put them to work. So, yeah, they've, they've been buffing for a while. There's yeah. always something to do on the water. We <laughs> yeah. work, they play on the water every day. Thank you very much for chatting right. yeah, with me. Thank man. you. And we'll see you folks on the water. Hey, well. Absolutely. It was awesome right to I'll meet. give you a shout out on Slice Facebook. Slice alive. Yeah. Slice alive. <laughs> Good to see you. Thanks for joining us on the Spike Off the Water podcast where we chat to boaters yeah. about the boating lifestyle. Please follow us online at webeautifyboats.com and subscribe to our newsletter so you can get a notification of all the new interviews. We look forward to seeing you all on the water and on our Instagram at Spike on the Water and at We Beautify Boats. See you on the water.